You're listening to the Zen Sandwich Podcast. From social observations to travel stories, this is a show that inspires mindfulness, humor, and a realistic approach to a Zen lifestyle in the 21st century. My name is Mark Reed. I'm a former college professor and lawyer. I now live in Japan and make handmade paper. This is your source for 5-Minute Zen and other content to start your day, learn something new, or get a different perspective on life in this rapidly evolving modern world. Hey, here we are. You are listening to Episode 7, What to Do About Emotions. Now, usually I begin uh, telling you, you know, what's in it for you. But in this one, it's it's obvious, right? I mean, we, we all have to deal with emotions, for better or worse. We, we all got them. Let, let me begin by telling you a story, a psychologist friend of mine. Uh, he, he wasn't my therapist before you start thinking that. Uh, I mean, I'm not against therapy. I've gone to one before. This was more of an academic friend. But, uh, but he gave me this analogy once. Um, he said, imagine an elephant and a, a person, a man or woman, uh, riding on top of the elephant. And the, uh, you know, the man on top of the elephant can, can guide the elephant, can, make, can steer the elephant to the left, to the right, straight, maybe even make him back up, sit down, stop, whatever. You know, the, the man is in control of this, this giant element, elephant. Well, the man represents, or the woman, uh, represents your rational, logically, logical or logically thinking mind. The elephant, however, is your emotions. And so while generally the, the person on top can guide the elephant to go wherever you would like, if that elephant gets scared, gets angry, gets jealous, excited in whatever capacity, uh, that elephant is going to go wherever the hell it wants, regardless of the controls that the man or woman on top is trying to, to implement. So I, I thought this was a almost perfect analogy. And, uh, you know, what, what do we do when the animal inside all of us feels anger, disgust, fear, sadness, frustration, rage, disappointment, confusion? Because it, it's going to happen. We've all experienced every one of those emotions. It's going to happen again in your life and in my life, all of them. So what do we do? Well, the the first, to have a, any chance of exerting control of your emotional reactions, you, you have to first be aware of them now, and acknowledge them. And, and that may seem obvious, but, you know, hey, Mark, I I know that I'm angry. I'm, I'm pissed right now. Oh, okay, so I get that. And I've already used words in previous episodes like mindfulness and acceptance. I'll couch this in different terms that get to the same place here. Those are stillness and surrender. Surrender without fighting against whatever emotion that you're feeling. Eckhart Tolle is, a, is an author and a uh, contemporary philosophical guru type. Let, let me say clearly first that I, I generally stay away from uh, these these kind of characters like uh, Wayne Dyer and uh, Deepak Chopra. I, I think most of them are charlatans. Uh, Tolle is a little bit different. He wrote a book called The Power of Now, and it, it falls right in line with the same vein of thought uh, of Zen philosophy or Stoicism or Taoism. I haven't talked much about Stoicism or Taoism yet, but they're, they're basically similar paths up the same mountain. But Tolle says in uh, his book, The Power of Now, 
don't look for peace. Don't look for any other state than the one you are in now. Otherwise, you will set up inner conflict and unconscious resistance. Forgive yourself for not being at peace. The moment you completely accept your non-peace, your non-peace becomes transmuted into peace. Anything you accept fully will get you there, will get you into peace. This is the miracle of surrender. Now, that may sound like some kind of hokey, new-agey, self-help bullshit. But it's not. It, it actually falls right in line with, with Zen thought. That is to observe the world you're in, to be a part of it, for good or bad. I mean, Zen would say there is no good or bad. Things just are. Now, that that's not an easy concept to, to get a hold of. Uh, especially if you grow up in the West with this sort of good versus evil dualistic mentality. But that, that aside, when you, when you come to the realization that the world really doesn't care about your feelings or your perception of what is good and what is bad, you, you start to appreciate that the world just is. And that's the end of the sentence. It just is. Sometimes that's painful, sometimes it's enjoyable, um, but it can help you gain conscious control over your emotions. It's not easy, but the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. So I, I'll, I'll confess one of uh, the a, a sort of smaller emotional state that uh, I, I wrestle with from time to time. I get super frustrated at my clumsiness. Sometimes I, I get downright angry <laughs> when I when I clumsily bump into something or, or, or drop something, etc. You know, when I uh, if I'm washing the dishes and I I'm putting it in a dish in the dish rack and I but I clip the the edge of the rack and it it falls it back into the sink or so, something ridiculous like that. I can't stand to be clumsy, but I do it all the time. But when I when that happens and I, I like. I literally might just walk into the wall. That that sounds like I'm a complete uncoordinated buffoon, and maybe there's some truth to that. But you know, I'm turning the corner, going into the hallway in my home, and <laughs> I turn it too sharp, and my shoulder clips the edge of the doorway. Stuff like that happens to me too often, and I get angry at myself. Um, but when I when I hit the brakes on my mind and become still and accept that I am a clumsy buffoon sometimes. I swear it's like the anger, the the self-loathing at being so clumsy, it, it floats away. Now that's a minor example, clumsiness and subsequent anger. Well, what about something major? Like a friend or a loved one betrays you in some way, and you feel that that not-in-your-stomach feeling. Now that's tough, and there's no getting around it, and there's no way that emotion is going to just float away like, like my, my clumsiness and anger do in, in that circumstance. But the key is to not fight against it, to simply acknowledge this, this rotten feeling and allow yourself to feel that emotion and don't act on it. You'll likely regret any action you take on the basis of pure emotion. Don't let that elephant run wild. Go somewhere. Be still. Allow yourself for that emotion to run its course. It will eventually. 
you may always feel pain about something. My my mother died recently. Now, I imagine it will always be painful for me to think about. But I don't fight against that pain. I don't try to suppress it. I allow myself to just experience it. I experience that life is painful. There's no way around it. The key is not to act on the basis of those those painful emotions. Okay, so here's your five minutes in. Observe your emotions. Watch them. Acknowledge that you're feeling sad or angry or even happy or excited. Practice watching your emotions as opposed to getting caught up being those emotions. When you're mindful of your emotions, you are able to choose your thoughts, your words, and your actions consciously. The more regularly you practice observing your emotions, the more skilled you will become at detaching from them, allowing them to just pass through your psyche. How long an emotion lasts depends on how long you latch onto it. That, that's worth repeating again. How long an emotion lasts depends on how long you latch onto it. Okay, so that's all for this one. Uh, I'm going to detach from the emotional bonds of this show right now. <laughs> Uh, I have a new favor to ask this time. Uh, if you've enjoyed the shows, please be sure to, to you know, download the episodes and subscribe on whatever platform you're, you're listening on and, uh, and share. Tell a friend. If, if you like the show, then uh, tell someone you think that might also like the show. The more and more we grow in listeners, the more the show can be here to stay for hopefully a long, long time. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my friend JT. He is a fellow po- podcaster who does a show called The Paranormal Sun. It's a show about topics, uh, paranormal, mysterious, unexplained uh, events and uh, occurrences. uh, You know, obviously that's a different (laughs) kind of show than what we do here, but that's what makes the world interesting is we all look at it from different angles. But I've I've listened to the show. He's got a couple episodes on the the monoliths that have been popping up all over the place. And it's not only informative, it, it is an entertaining show. So check that out. It's called The Paranormal Sun. Uh, Join me next time for episode eight. Uh, This time, uh, Zen from the military. In this case, this was a Marine Corps friend of mine who told me that in the Marine Corps, they they teach Marines uh, that if you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Uh, There's a lot of Zen in that that sentiment. Uh, We'll talk about that next time. Until then.